Today's program is brought to you by Whole Foods Market, a dynamic leader in the quality food business, a mission-driven company that aims to set the standards of excellence for food retailers. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. Hi, this is Celia Kutcher, host of Animal Instinct, and you are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sharp and Hot, a brand new season after a long break. We are back in the studio. I'm so happy to be here. The theme of today's show is back to school for grownups. Joining me in the studio is producer Ann Hogan. Hello, Ann. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. Doing all right. So when I was telling people that we were doing a back to school show, they were like... Like going like back to like get your masters, right, 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 like, right. No, that's like really literal. And I guess it, we could talk about that literally, mm-hmm. uh, and it will be appropriate in a second. But I mean, like the sense of the fall is coming, and maybe it's. I think it's like really hammered home because I'm a teacher. But mm-hmm. I think more importantly, we go to school. Like my kid started going to school when he was two and a half and right. we go to school until we're 17, mm-hmm. 18 years old. Then we go to college. Then mm-hmm. we may pursue uh, upper level education and then you're turned out into the real world and September isn't supposed to be the start of something new again. Right. I don't buy that. No. Yeah. And I think it's, in, yeah, I mean, especially in our culture, it's so ingrained in you. Like, okay, like the weather is changing. Like, what do we have to like start? Like you start like purging almost after the summer is over or at least like that's how I feel. And like, I get excited for like that crispy weather and new beginnings. And Did you get a new lunchbox? I didn't get a new lunchbox. I <laughs> almost did. There, there were really cute ones at home cause the other day. And I was like, I am here for drawer organizers. I am not here for that leather, that leopard lunchbox. Uh, drawer organizing impromptu this morning in my apartment. Um, we cleaned out the junk drawer in my kitchen. Um, and it was, it was the most freaking, it was so therapeutic. So let me ask you about your junk drawer. How many, actually, and before we start, I want to say <clears throat> hi to Jack. Hi, Jack. Jack, welcome back. Oh, hey there. I know you haven't been gone. You have been toiling away. I've been at summer school, yep. <laughs> and I'm here. On our brand new website, which is going to launch on Monday. Oh my God. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. So excited. Yeah, it's it's super exciting. I keep calling it like web 3.0 <laughs> i feel cool for saying that um, I got, can i plug our party yeah please as do. listeners need to come it's next monday that would be september 21st 2015 for you future listeners if you know if you're wondering what year this might be <laughs> and uh it's from five to ten o'clock at roberta's it's free with a suggested donation there will be beer and tequila and a pig roast and um dj's you I'm DJing. you you me. yeah you <laughs> how about that Dick. So anyway, come. We're gonna do our best. I am, I'm gonna try to bring my kid. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pick him up early from yeah. school. And Kids bring are Roberta's. So cute. I mean, I oh feel like God. everyone knows him already. Yeah, James. I mean, James. Like, I can't wait. He's amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get, make Amanda come as well. All right. I definitely wanna. Yeah. All right. So let's let's talk about the drawers because I okay. feel like I've, I'm psychologically going through the same thing, which is I'm prepared to be snowed in. Like mm-hmm. we were snowed in last year for like three months and we made the best of it but when we moved in our house i was nine months pregnant and some things just got put in places that don't make any sense and now that we've lived in the house for three years it's like 
why do we have an entire drawer dedicated to like warranties and manuals for the dishwasher? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's what I need. So tell me, how many drawers are in your kitchen total? Oh, not many. Um, again, apartment living. I'm trying to think. There, wow, there actually might only be one drawer. <laughs> I'm not joking. And it was designated to junk. Yeah, like, so I was like, well, we need, when we first moved into the apartment, we've been there six years. Um, you know, at first it was going to be, you know, utensils and that kind of stuff. And then we decided that those would go in big glass ball jars on the counters. Mm-hmm. That's what that mm-hmm. would do. Um, and I was like, well, we need a junk drawer. You know, you need a place just to throw your rubber bands and all that stuff. Yep. It has turned into like a like a monster it's terrifying can you push it closed all the nope. way <laughs> nope there's these like little baskets in there which are also total bs and, and now what are the you're you're gesturing like this is a large drawer what are your what proportion <laughs> what inches are we dealing with oh man um maybe it's like uh, like a foot and a half wide does that make sense yeah maybe yeah. two feet wide like foot a pizza a box like a, that a pizza box would be a great And then about how visual. deep? Like three pizza boxes deep? Like a pizza box and a half. Okay, so... Maybe two pizza boxes. All right, so like a long and skinny... Yeah. Okay. And, and, you've, and then you've put vessels in there. How long have the vessels been working? Like how... Like baskets? No, I think they like stopped working like week one. Like well, just, but they were in there from six years ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm asking this because I literally just installed this system in a drawer of my own and I'm like, this better work. <laughs> Well, I think our problem was that the vessels, you know, those little like slot plastic things you put in and, you know, where is everything going to go? It it didn't cover like the whole bottom of the drawer. So then there was just like all this other crap everywhere. And like negative space for things to fall into. Yeah, you stick your hand in there and like get a tack and like under a finger or, you know, (laughs) like finding a pen like that wasn't existent anymore and just weird money and crumbs because that happens, which is gross. But... You know, so anyway, this morning felt good. Guys, it took all of, like, maybe 25 minutes to a half an hour to actually do it. This it, is Jolie Cares thing. Yep. Jolie, who hosts Ask a Clean Person, her whole thing is it seems like it's such a monster, and it really won't take you that long to all do it. All you had to do is like, the resolution to do it. Okay, so wait, did you plan this? Or nope. were you just like, was there a straw that broke your... Um, I don't... Oh, I... Th- my partner this morning, she was like, why did I just start doing that? I think she just started taking things out. And she was like, oh, because I was just going to sit down and start writing. So I avoided it by doing a job. <laughs> yep. So, but it worked. It worked out. It was impromptu and super fun. And we did it together. And it was like 25 minutes. No fighting. That's and it's amazing. clean. I mean, we wiped out the bottom of the drawer. Got rid of like the crappy plastic holders. Pens That's- have a place. And it's got to feel so good. It feels really good. So... <laughs> this time of year, I uh, this year I don't know. I have to like knock on wood. I'm not sure why it hasn't started yet. It may have been that it happened a little bit earlier in the summer, but I usually have a little bit of an existential crisis about like the passage of time when mm-hmm. the seasons start to change. Sure. Because yeah. I feel like when you're in the throes of summer, you're like we're going to the beach, we're barbecuing, and all this fun mm-hmm. stuff. And then there's the holidays, but those transitional periods of the fall yeah. and the spring, I get very like I'm getting older. Yeah, like I'm real. Like I know, like this, like. The ocean is getting colder again, yeah. and like so, we're fighting tooth and nail to go to the beach one more time. But it, we were supposed to go on Sunday, yeah. and it rained. Yeah. So now we're going to go this Sunday, but the ocean is already cold again. Like it's almost too cold to go swimming in again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, now I'm getting older. So 
that coupled with confronting the winter that's coming, we have, and maybe it's scale because we live in, we have the generosity of Mark's ancestors who bought this house right, several right. decades, hundreds of decades ago uh, <laughs> that we are now living in. So our our junk is a junk room. Yeah. <laughs> and it's what we call the mud room because you walk in from outside and you're supposed to leave all of your shoes and your jacket and all of your stuff so that you don't track mud into the house. Mm-hmm. It is brilliant in concept. The problem is that you just drop all your stuff and then you walk into the kitchen and it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And what's frustrating about it is it's the first thing you see when you come in. And so like every time you open the door, like long day at work, you walk into this feeling of like, oh God. Right. <laughs> like sets your whole tone. Yep. You're like, great. So I was given a book that I'm okay. holding in my hand. We should tweet a picture of this. Hmm. Um, it is called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, written by a woman named Marie Kondo. I had never heard of her. It is apparently a number one bestseller in the New York Times list, having sold three million copies. Yeah. This was published in... <laughs> it doesn't say. Uh, 10 Speed Press, so it can't be that old. But it has changed the way that I think about cleaning wow. entirely. So she is Japanese and mm-hmm. she's talking to, it's so weird that there's no, what did they call that page that has the yeah, here? The, I'll look you chat. She okay. is talking primarily to Japanese people who live in way smaller spaces than Americans okay. do. Like the average Japanese apartment is probably the size of the radio studio that we're sitting in, which is a container ship. But she says, she said some things in there that I was like, it's so right, which is basically like you can't just keep cleaning up. You can't just keep cleaning up your mudroom, Peterson, because it's just always going to keep devolving. There is no fixing it up. You have to like scorched earth policy right. and then have systems and make it a beautiful space. And yes. then you do that not by room, which I kind of broke the rule a little bit, but you're supposed to do it by item. So I did the bathroom first. Okay. So I emptied out this, and this was something that took like 20 minutes, but I emptied out the, um, medicine cabinet of everything that was expired now we have a large counter where our bath where the bath sink is where we used to like wash our kid Hmm. (laughs) that's covered with like moisturizer and sunscreen and bug spray and like right all the motion lotions and potions the motions the motions and potions that we have Mm -hmm. and because i can't put it in the medicine cabinet because the medicine cabinet is full and i had this like light bulb moment when i was reading her book like well what's in there Right, like I what? don't even know. <laughs> so I go in there with a garbage bag, and I just started with either the things I hadn't touched since I could remember. If I couldn't know, like in a year or any set number of times, just if I couldn't remember, I just threw it away. Mm-hmm. And then anything that was expired, I just threw it away. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, I had room in my medicine cabinet for not only all of the stuff that I actually use that mm-hmm. we use on a daily basis. But there's also empty space in there now. And it was like getting over the idea that how wasteful this is to throw Mm -hmm. away half a bottle of Paul Mitchell gel that I bought at a hotel (laughs) that was awful anyway. And the hotel has since gone out of business. Right, right. Just throw it away. Yeah, it's like, what are you saving it for? Like, just because it, it might work, or it, if you don't use it, yeah, it's like you're not going to be able to like declutter and like ever start ever. Over. So the bathroom, and I went so far as to take her advice: not even stuff along the edge of the bathtub. Even that is away. So you just take out like your body wash and your hair soap or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then when you're done with it, you dry it and you put it away again. It's been ten days. Have you been doing it every, every day? day? And it's amazing. Wow. I feel like a grown up. 
I like put my stuff away. There's a little tiny bouquet of flowers, and that is all. And it's like, this is what it feels like when like you have your act together. Well, because you created space. That's what you did for yourself. So it's like, yeah, of course, unless you toss that other stuff, unless you get rid of like the expired stuff, you're never going to be able to create a space to put your things away to like make that happen. And I avoided so many writing projects in the mm-hmm. process. <laughs> so for a week, we've been like, this is really, I can't believe it was so, right. it sounds so stupidly simple. I'm like, I can't believe it. not only has it worked, but it has um, just increased our quality of life immensely. Mm-hmm. And so my next job was the mudroom okay. because the mudroom is like, that's, I feel like the bathroom, everything's kind of self-contained. The things that belong there are there. Mm-hmm. The mudroom was, is this like really heavy use spot and there are a stack of four drawers that are pretty big it's probably like two pizza boxes tall by three pizza boxes deep and in one of those drawers is where we keep all of our like to-go containers and the Mm. lids and stuff and it's a nightmare i mean it's it is like what you describe with like your finger will get stuck under something right right so i made a casey barber friend of the show pierogies pierogies she has a rule that i i was very skeptical of but you you store your to-go containers like your rubbermaid or your ziplocs or whatever for leftovers with the lid on and i was like i can't i just can't do that like it just seems so wasteful in space and then the other day I was confronted with like we're going to be stuck inside these four walls in this mud room with mud and like snow and salt and all that crap. Mm. This has got to stop. And I just threw shit away. I just I probably threw away 40 things. I was like anything that's got like masking tape scum mm-hmm. on it or mm-hmm. doesn't have a partner in its top yeah. or bottom, anything that doesn't make me happy. So that's her other like fundamental thing. It's like it better if it doesn't make you happy get rid of it there's no need so i got rid of all the rubbermaids that i don't like that frustrate me yeah and now i'm left with my tropical i I bought some like tropical colored ones when it was a limited edition and that you're like that makes me happy happy. this is fascinating because i think we're going through the same life cycle so not only like junk drawer amanda and i got rid of our couch whoa okay okay we do not have a couch anymore in the living room because it like was a source of just like bane of your existence like it took up so much space but like it was never comfortable and it like was ugly and it was just it just like the flow of the apartment like our apartment's small like we needed like I don't know and it was like we thought that if we got rid of the couch maybe we wouldn't just kind of like lounge on it all the time and like we would sit in two chairs and like we would write more we would be more productive but it's so funny because it's like I do think it's this back to school time of year where you're like I'm going to declutter. I'm going to like go for things that make me happy and like try and start anew. And remember when going back to school and being a year older was fun. Remember when like, Oh my God, I'm a junior. I'm so excited (laughs) to be a year older. All right. Um, Jack, we have a short sound clip that I want to play. This is one of my favorite lines. It's very short, but it's one of my favorite movie lines of all time that makes it's uh, from you've got mail and it's Tom (laughs) Hanks writing to Meg Ryan about how he feels about back to school. Don't you love New York in the fall? It makes me want to buy school supplies. Oh. I'm almost ready. I would send you a bouquet of newly sharpened pencils if I knew your name and address. Uh, the idea of sending people a bouquet of sharpened pencils and to approach this like fall 
season with anticipation and mm-hmm. potential and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And pencils are about writing, which we're mm-hmm. all supposed to be doing more of. I just love that clip so much. That's awesome. I love it. So right. perfect. So we have to take a break. And when we come back, speaking of back to school, you're going to drop some big news on the listeners. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Okay. She walked into the backyard and stood out from the rest. has been brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Are you a locavore? Our Northeast Regional Forager for Whole Foods Market sure is. She spends her time traveling around the New York City metro area sourcing the best new or interesting artisanal and handcrafted local products for our purchasing teams at the local store level. Part of our commitment to our local suppliers includes assisting them with the process of getting their products sold at our stores. Whether it's suggesting packaging designs, pricing, or distribution methods, she's helping some of the area's best new products reach savvy shoppers at Whole Foods Market stores. Today, New York. Tomorrow, the world. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. Here's what Heritage Radio Network would sound like without donations. It's not as good as the show you were just listening to, is it? Give us a few bucks. Help keep us running. HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Click the Donate tab on the top right corner. Welcome back to Sharp and Hot, everybody. That uh, new website is going to have a little beating heart in the upright corner to remind you to donate. And when you do, you'll get a little drop-down window that'll ask you what show inspired you to donate. And if you choose Sharp and Hot, I'll find out about it. And I'll be so excited. Um, Yeah, so we've never been able to track that before. So the new website is going to bring us that capability and all sorts of other stuff. I got a sneak peek. When you, I don't want to give it away, but I had a real aha moment when I when I scrolled on the homepage. Oh my! We're working with like the best designers in New York City, and they're just like I'm super stoked. Okay, speaking of exciting and back to school, right? We have some news, and by we I mean you, and have some news to share with the listeners. So this will be my last show in the studio on Sharp and Hot. Um, very bittersweet um, as a lot of you guys know as well as food being my big passion uh, comedy is the other one um, and I've been doing I'm a comedian in my other life and I've just been doing a lot of that I'm going back I, I'm taking three classes <laughs> at once that are very very intense um, and so my time here in the studio will be coming to an end just for this for this season i'll be here in spirit for sure and i want you you are going to come back and do the body issue the body image yeah right episode not issue um so tell me like what do comedy classes look like because there's a part of me that's super jealous (laughs) 
Well, I think anyone can do it. So I think of that. So don't be jealous. I don't just know. Go for I don't it. know that that's true. I don't think everybody's funny. Well, you could try it out. I think okay. like that's something. I think um, I do a lot of uh, what's called improv comedy. Um, so it's not like what I think we see a lot of with stand-ups. Um, Is it like Amy Schumer style? It's how do you describe it? Um, it's essentially it's all made up on the spot. Okay, so you get like a suggestion, and then like you and a team of people are creating something. Can we do one right now? Um, Let's try it. It'll be it's going to be terrible. <laughs> you have okay. to start though. Okay, Jack, can we get a suggestion of any one word at all? Anything? Sorry, iPod. Okay. Oh my god. This song has just been like skipping. I can't get it to play at all. What song is it? It's the Lady Gaga one, Mom. It's the one that you downloaded for me. <laughs> um, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, have no, I mean, I don't know what the hell's going to Anyway, it's Crazy Town, you guys. I am going to. I know. On, on line... That's a good setup. <laughs> on line one, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in. I can, I'm going to impress her. On line two, I was like, I don't know where to go with this. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's super cool because it is probably one of the most vulnerable things you can ever do because you're just like, holy crap. Like, this is it. Like, people are like, you're just making it up. And it's just like, you kind of like, you don't get to come in with controlled ideas. It's actually like changed my life as a person. Like, you you can't exercise a level of control that I think that we're generally comfortable with. And you have to learn to like trust the other person that you're talking to and build it together and like let ideas go that you might have thought beforehand and kind of like build it together. And maybe that, I mean, I definitely go the, like the hippie dip route. I'm like how much I love it, but, um, yeah, it's cool, but it is going to take up like just like a ton more of my time. And I think like, I just, you know, just, on to the next adventure. Well, know? I am super excited for you. And I really want to be invited to come and see shows. I may not be able to come because if it happens after like 7 p.m. at night. <laughs> um, I'm really excited that the launch party at Roberta starts at 5. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm excited about that too. But I'll definitely invite you to shows. And I'll, I'll invite Sharp and Hot to shows. Sure. Amazing. pirate ship Sharp and Hot. That uh, sounds amazing. do like some sort of bit or sketch. I'm going to host a variety soon. Uh, show soon too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a variety show. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah, I'm like thinking about you right now. I'm like, we can figure something out for Emily to do for sure. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you have been an incredible addition to the show, and you have anchored me, and you've given me some real awesome direction, and I really appreciate it mm-hmm. and love you very much. And I'm I love miss you too. You. I love you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah. It really has been just being part of the pirate ship. Sharp and hot, as we call it. I forgot that I, I have to get back to that because yeah, it really is. You inspired me to be part of this show, and Aww. you trusted me, and I like totally trust in your vision. I just think Heritage is just the coolest family to be a part of, and I just feel so lucky, so lucky to really, really, I mean that, to have been a part of this. And thank you so much yeah. for letting me. You're the best. <laughs> and I gotta say, they I'm don't really, board. they don't really let you go. Like, there, I was just in the. Uh, yeah, that's true. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Like you, there was a, I think she was a former intern. Jack, do you remember an Australian intern? Whoa, she's in the office? Yeah, well, she was. Now I think she's actually in Roberta's eating pizza, not to blow oh, up her I gotta spot. Oh, go, I gotta go say hi. But she came in and they were like, 
immediately back to I'll be in best friends again. So yeah. you, you don't go far. I mean, that makes me very There's very no excited. unsubscribe button. Yay. <laughs> except, for my, except for our newsletter, which is legally binding. So we will provide you with that. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Jack, tell me about your back to school rituals. And I want to point out that I posted a video on Instagram of you writing welcome back in the way you hold your pen. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if anyone saw that, I was like, I what that. is this? That's Jack oh, Lord. in yeah. his natural state. I know. It's bad, huh? Um, I don't know. Back to school for me. I, I, I like do my spring cleaning around this time, funny enough. I went really intensely in on the apartment and cleaned everything and got it all sorted and ready. Yeah. You know, there's always that feeling of like you get the new notebook, so right. to speak, right? You got like your day planner and everything and you're like, this is going to be the year. I'm going to like wake up on time. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill it all out. Mm-hmm. So I'm maybe still in the middle of that hopeful phase right now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I was heartened because I was at NYU this morning teaching and one of the students had an actual written out day planner, like a spiral yeah. bound with, and like I've been experimenting with list apps in my phone and there's something about like writing, writing it down. That's how you get, that's how you get it done. She also said, bless her heart. I, I don't, I know she told me, she was very excited to tell me that she followed me on Twitter. So she's listening. Hey girl. Uh, hey girl. But she said, <laughs> Uh, I was there with my friend Kalila, who listeners of the show will remember came when we brought the NYU kids and we mm-hmm. had the peanut gallery. Um, she, Nina said, you guys, I'm like starting to realize how hard it's going to be to be like grown up. <laughs> and Kalila and I just looked at her like, like Girl. yeah, she's gorgeous. She's smart. She's funny. She's 22 in New York City. I'm like. Do not stress about that yeah. right now. You have this wave only crests for so long, my friend. Enjoy it. But, you know, it's, it is it is that time of year when everybody's kind of getting ready to tuck in. And so I've been trying to make a list of, like, all the stuff that I'm super excited about. So cleaning is one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in on my clothes this week. Yeah. So I looked it up during the break. The book was published in 2014. Okay. It's on, yeah, it was nowhere on the book, by the way. Just so everyone knows, I was faithfully really, paging really through that book. By that. No date. <laughs> so you go through your clothing, and you take all of your clothing that you own, mm-hmm. all of it, every single piece, and you put it all on the floor. And then you decide what brings you great joy. And if you touch that and you can't put it on, you can't, like, nothing. Right. It, it's very, uh, you either love it or you don't. It either gives you joy or it doesn't. So I'm going to do this. And I'm a little intimidated because there are things that I'm holding on to because they were gifts and they have sentimental value. Or I think I'm going to lose 40 pounds this year, which I'm just going to give up the ghost on that one and just enjoy running and eating a lot. Um but if and I, I'll tell you my other fear of getting rid of clothing, and I really would love to hear listeners if you guys are going through this stuff too. Tweet me at Chef Emily P or email me Chef Emily at sharpenhot.com. I would love to hear how you're getting ready. I have this fear that if I get rid of my clothing, I'm not going to have any anymore. And I think it's like, you know, my husband's a gardener. I'm a teacher. We're not rolling in the dough. And I grew up the daughter of a fisherman. It was a very feast or famine environment to grow up in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if I get rid of everything, like, am I even like, when am I going to get to buy clothes? Like, I don't even know. And that's so unrealistic. Like I can go to Target and get black tank tops, which will bring me great joy because that's kind of my uniform for under 10 bucks. But there's something like psychological in the letting go of possessions that somehow that's like, making my speaking of being vulnerable that's yeah. really making me feel vulnerable well, I think it's so 
I think it is really hard. I don't think it, I think a lot of people share that feeling, but I think it is so freeing when you make that decision, just making the decision and not just like, okay, it's going to go in this bag that's eventually going to go to this donation or holding on to it. It's like, make it happen. Like, you want to know give what it away. Did? What'd you do? <sighs> Tell me everything. I got rid of it. All of James's baby clothes. Oh gosh, that's yep. hard. I I decided to start with him because okay. I can always buy it. Like baby clothes are a you know literally like a dime a dozen. A dime a dozen. Right. Like you can get baby clothes, but we have uh, we have no baby planned. We have no baby scheduled. Right. We have no. Um, that's not in on our horizon right now. And it was eating mm, half half of our basement. Just mm. bins and bins and bins of clothing that I mean, at least if it's my clothing, I could like argue that I can still wear it. Right. It might not be the most flattering. It may not bring me joy. But this is stuff that's like this bit, like this little right. tiny thing. And I was like, will it bring me greater joy? M- getting musty in a box in my basement, right. or taking it down in some bags to the fire station where they're collecting clothing and giving it to some little kids who really need, need it, it need who are gonna it. wear yeah. it and like give it a second life. And I like. I was like, I really wanted to drink through the process, and I didn't. I was like, I think I need a glass of wine, and I didn't. I really like confronted it with all of my like, look, it's it's gonna be gone. And you know what's interesting? I didn't bring it up until now because I had completely forgotten until you said the bags, and then right. that like triggered the memory. Like I didn't, even, I haven't even thought about it. It's like and it's so weird because once you start to make decisions and you start to just, you know, you just start to decide to do something or get rid of something or add something in or start whatever it is fix your bike I don't know but they're so easy and they're so fast and you just want to do more you forget about how large of a weight they were on you in the decision making process yeah, they're not yeah. it's That's, so light it's gone. and now I get like now we have all this room and I can like still go and buy like cute kid stuff like I'm gonna get him right. some corduroy overalls cause that's what he's in you know like oh that's where we're at now we're not like little tiny baby stuff we're slightly larger kid stuff and it's I'd say it's been very freeing. Yeah. So, thank you. Congratulations to you. Jack, I wish you the best in getting everything that you need done for Monday done. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Are you going to be here? Do you have to pull any overnighters? No, no, All right, so it's not, we're not It's been a pleasure. It's like, this new site is really wonderful to work in, so it's been a constant reminder of how great things are going to be, you know? And it's all in thanks to our successful Kickstarter. That's right. you guys all funded, and we are so, so thankful. Um, so I'm just going to reiterate what Jack said. The new website launches Monday. There is a free launch party at Roberta's in Bushwick, September 21st, 2015, from 5 to 10 p.m. $10 suggested donation at the door. It'll score you a free drink. Plus, we're doing a 50-50 raffle, so you'll bring your cash to win and support our new front door. Beers by Six Points, a kilo from Milagro, a pig roast from Heritage Foods USA. Can I say one thing about a 50-50 raffle? Yeah. yeah. If you guys out there and you Jack and Ann if you know about this please correct me I was always under the impression so 50-50 raffles somebody's walking around in an event right. you're buying raffle tickets the pool gets up to be whatever it is so let's say it's a thousand dollars if your ticket gets drawn you get $500 and $500 goes to the organization so in this case 500 bucks would go to, to Heritage I would get to walk away I would get given 500 bucks my understanding is the right thing to do yeah. Is you give the $500. Ooh, well. I don't. Yeah. I mean, that's the class act thing to do. That's the class act thing to I do. I mean, I've right? heard it. I've heard it. Now, well, I'm, I'm hungry. I could use $500. But if I was to win that, 
I think the class act thing to do is like, hey, you guys keep it. I, I was only, it was never my money. What Oof. do you think? I don't know. I mean, I think it's also like, you know, like maybe when you're playing with a dealer in Vegas and you give them a cut of, you know, maybe like, maybe even half, like 10% <laughs> off the top or $100 for your troubles. I mean, it depends on you as a person also. I think if you're a baller, like, yeah, freaking live that. L- live it there. But, uh, or leave it there. <laughs> I, I want to believe that I'm a baller and that's what I would do. I'll say for me, the price of the raffle ticket was what was significant to me to donate. You know what I mean? No, wait, say that again. The price of the raffle ticket was me saying, like, okay, I'll give $20 to this organization because I believe in them, so I'll buy a raffle ticket. So now, you weren't signing win, up to give them 500 Me personally, I mean, that, that list of debt is too long. Yeah, okay, no, I totally, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I can totally see both sides. Unless there's heritage, which, of course, I can <laughs> Which, of course, you, you see what I'm doing here, yeah, Jack? I'm I see. setting up this party. I see, yeah. I'm setting it up for a baller to win. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I am going to try to be there. I will do my best, and you will be there. Yes. Jack's going to be there yeah. DJing. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very exciting. Yeah, come you, hang with us. Yeah, if you're in the area, come hang out. Come say hi. Come give Anna a hug and wow. wish her all the best on her. She's going to be the next Amy Poehler. You watch. Yeah, yeah. All right. You watch. She's going to be the Amy Poehler from Queens. <laughs> Um, also, if you are going to be in New York City on October 7th, I'm going to be the chef at Edibles Oktoberfest at the Brooklyn Brewery. Casey Barber will be on hand serving up pierogies. I will have lots of meats and German snacks and salads and things. Tickets are 40 bucks and are available at EdibleManhattan.com. Next week, we will have Mike Lovett on from The Gromit, and he is going to talk all things gadgets. They're sending me a box of gadgets to so play with. So cool. Mark was like, do you have to send them back? I was like, I Dope, not. Once so. they're used, I, that's yeah, it. that's kind of like. <laughs> although I'm gonna have to find places for them to live, so mm. maybe maybe I'll mail them out like I've been doing with the cookbooks. There you go. Use the hashtag sharp and hot on Instagram and I'll send you some stuff. Otherwise, I'm so happy to be back, you guys. Thank you so much for all your messages over the break, John. Thank you for the gooey ducks, Che. Thank you for for messaging in from Bali. She's been posting amazing uh, food photos from Bali and funny stories. Um, So thank you all, everybody, for listening. And until next week, keep playing with fire and knives. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us with questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.